Hey, I'm Clint Benish, and I want to welcome you to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast, where our mission is to equip you with ideas and resources to faithfully serve in your local church. Please take a few moments to subscribe to this podcast and give it a five-star rating and review. But for now, let's join Tim Price as we jump in today. Thank you so much for listening to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. Today's topic might be a little bit of a smaller niche, but can probably be applied to general worship teams either way. I wanted to talk for a few minutes today about keys to an effective college worship band. And when I think about a college worship band, I'm thinking about uh, groups that are serving in a college ministry, a church on campus, or a college worship team that might be assembled to go serve for special events somewhere. And, um, and I know that during this summer pandemic July uh, recording that a lot of college uh, ministry stuff may be up in the air like everything else is this fall, but it's also a time to um, put focus and work on uh, building the structures and what's needed to nurture a healthy ministry team or a worship band once you do get back to leading in college ministry. There are literally hundreds of college worship bands and um, hundreds of thousands of students who go off to college, uh, play instruments, and wind up serving in, in crew or Wesley Foundations or any number of other things like that. And here's some of the, the benefits that um, college worship bands have going for them. One is relationships. College students have a web of close relationships, and they can easily invite friends to join the ministry. And um, it's it's not always easy to to find worship team members in those types of settings, but there's a good chance that somebody in your group actually knows someone else and will invite them along. There seems to be just a different kind of openness when you're talking about college students in terms of recruiting and pulling people together. And so that's a great benefit. Another amazing benefit is the close proximity together. College students are, for the most part, in one centralized area. And as they are, it is so much easier to pull off, um, you know, worship times that may not be at normal times, late night or, you know, whenever. And it's also easier to assemble times for rehearsing. I know people are still busy, but the the traffic flow of students in and out of your your space. It just makes it a little easier to get together and serve together and rehearse. Another benefit is the flexible schedules. And even though college students feel like they're busy and have uh, way too much going on, it's actually in reality uh, a pretty flexible life. And they're able to rehearse at odd times. They're able to uh, meet together on a regular basis and they pretty much uh, can just text and connect and make it happen. Uh, a couple more of these benefits to a college worship team, and one of them is um, authenticity. College students in worship are often really focused on seeking and uh, just a desire to grow in faith. And um, a lot of times worship services don't last an hour. They're longer, and there's just a different kind of sense. And I know this changes from season to season, generation to generation, but even when I was a college student back 30 years ago now, it seemed like um, those worship times, which happened, you know, two or three times a week, were just really sweet and, and long and, and meaningful and had an impact. And, 
and people's lives were literally transformed during those. And so, um, not to say that only happens when you're a student, it happens by God's spirit and by God's grace and any age person, but there's something about the kind of the, the, the timeline and the heart of somebody who is in that student mode. And then the last one is simplicity. Looking back on it, college life uh, really is quite simple in terms of um, what's going on. And it just adds a little bit of flair to your worship band when um, things are cut and dried. And uh, the volunteers that are serving have a different kind of um, outlook when, when they're not tied down to a lot of uh, life issues. Here's what college teams, worship teams, need from their leaders. And as a leader, here's how you can help develop a um, high quality and effective college worship band. Number one teams need from their leaders is feedback. College worship bands need feedback because they're still learning. Um, A leader, even if you're not a musician, you are an adult who can help shape this team uh, in terms of music and in terms of selection, in terms of leadership in general, or in terms of just, you know, their faith walks. When something works well, we bring it up and we encourage it. And when something doesn't work well, we share it quickly and lovingly and frankly. And we're all in this together. And worship ministry is a big part of any campus ministry, no matter the size or level of the organization. So feedback is is important. The next thing is nudging. College worship bands often need someone to nudge them. Are people singing and engaging? Is the ministry growing? Is the worship effective? We might just need to um, invite them to use their gifts and to develop their gifts a little bit more, to be disciplined, to practice, to grow, or to be organized. And it's not just for the sake of your ministry right now. Uh, It's really for the sake of their lives 20 years from now. Um, Sometimes those conversations are kind of tough when you're trying to nudge a student toward more effective leadership. But it really does uh, become part of their story. And 20, 25 years, they're talking about the leader who was a part of their college ministry who helped challenge them to take it up a notch and to be um, more faithful and and more engaging and to be more disciplined in, in growing and who God's calling them to be. The third thing the leader can do to help make an effective college worship band is to provide opportunities for training and growth. College worship bands need training. They need to know that uh, that growing and learning is uh, in leadership is really a lifelong objective. So figure out a place you can go, watch the videos that will help uh, teach, attend a conference if you can. And I know some of this doesn't quite translate right now with uh, not being able to meet in person, but um, it's not just beneficial for their lives at this very moment. It's beneficial for the ministries in the future that they will be serving. The fourth thing is equipment. If we want effective college worship bands, we need to provide the team with the right equipment. They need proper sound and media equipment. And um, if at all possible, it's helpful to have in-house kind of instrumentation so that they can just show up and lead as needed. We need to support the work and ministry by providing what is needed. I've served with college worship bands for a long, long time. And though uh, much of our equipment is kind of along the lines of a mission band, sort of, it's not the best in the world, 
but we do have a drum set and a bass guitar and a bass amp and um, a sound system. And we, um, although we don't own the sound system, we just get it when we need it. We we have that stuff available and we are able to um, pull people in whether or not they have stuff or whether or not they're going to bring it for that specific uh, opportunity to lead worship. And so that's a that's a huge aspect to uh, to this. All right, we got a few more, but first let's take a quick break here. All right, so we've talked about feedback, nudging, opportunities for training and growth and equipment. And we also um, could add to this list as we continue on structure and expectation. Young adults in general need structure and uh, we want to raise the bar for them. And it's amazing how they'll respond to that, how they'll uh, just be surprised how they get involved whenever we raise that bar. Um, Another thing is that as far as structure goes, they need entry points to be clear so that they know how they can get involved. And we need to document that even if it's really simple, even it's just uh, connect with the, you know, the college ministry leader or the steps or the email to send a note to, to start with. And if you don't have that documented, it's not written down somewhere. How will they ever know that you need someone? And this idea of expectation can, um, you know, it can really kind of shape how your college ministry team is. One of the benefits, uh, which is another point down the road here, but another benefit is, is that college worship bands often, you know, morph and change pretty rapidly each season, each semester, each year. And so expectations important so that you can keep that going as people change. Number six, a leader needs to have a passion for reproducing leaders. College worship bands by nature are seasonal, like we just talked about. And um, so developing leaders is, is huge. So how can we develop leaders? How can we invite people to participate? What is our system for replacing members of the worship team? We need to build that culture into uh, our ministry. And and some of that might just be the the nature of understanding that we need people and, um, and just going big, asking people that you know, having students invite their friends. I know that um, I've reflected on the past that as a guitar playing worship leader, it often has been harder for me to assemble bands in certain settings than it has been for my non-musician ministry friends. So back in youth pastor days, I would uh, I would hardly ever have a youth band because it was just a little bit too easy for me to pull my guitar out and make it happen. It wasn't an urgent need for me to find musicians. Um, I'm not saying that's the best way to do it because I didn't have an opportunity to um, you know invest in folks during that season. But my non-musical friends who were youth pastors seemed to have a youth worship band every single church they were at because for them, the level of urgency was raised. And if they didn't uh, invest in finding a, um, a youth worship team or a youth worship leader at the least, there was nobody to do it. And so um, whether you're a musician or not, you need to have a passion for reproducing leaders and getting students involved is authentic leadership. College worship ministries need overall leaders who are authentic. We must really care for students' lives, ask them questions, share our lives with them. There really has to be a relationship. And um, this will help, you know, the college worship team members stay motivated and to, to stick with it. In many cases, when there isn't any money or very little money involved, they need access to you and to be connected to you. 
And I know from experience as being a college student who was a worship leader, uh, I had access uh, and maybe a little even more so access to the the chaplain, the ministry leader of the whole organization, because we would plan and talk and and uh, he saw me as one of the key leaders. And that, that relationship was life-forming and, and it has been ever since. And so I appreciate Phil and uh, his work back in those days. And um, authentic leadership also kind of goes to our desire to um, invite students to walk the road of faith. Now, we could have a whole podcast on this. I know that uh, some people treat the worship team as a place where um, evangelism happens. You know, you pull in somebody who just loves drums and in the process of serving in a Christian ministry and and being involved in those worship settings, they eventually play drums and, and love Jesus. And it kind of is life transforming for them. I know other ministries who say, no, we're going to vet people and make sure that they're walking a road of faith and that there's integrity here as they're helping to lead in worship. And, um, and you know, we could talk all day about that. It could, it could go either way. And I've heard great stories on both fronts, but I do know that um, we have to invite students to follow Jesus. And just because they're serving in the worship team, um, they still have uh, sometimes we just put the worship team on such a high pedestal that we forget that we need to um, help them to know and to grow as disciples. And so always inviting and always uh, inviting them to be authentic leaders, not just playing music. And then the last uh, key to an effective college worship band is a ministry focused on Jesus. And uh, it can't be focused on political issues. It can't be focused on relational issues. It really can't even be focused on outreach issues, although any number of those things and different times are, are important. And Christians aren't supposed to put their head in the sand and just, you know, give up on what's going on around them in the world. But at the top of the list, the umbrella over all that will happen in a college worship ministry and ministry in general we must be focused on Jesus. If lives are going to be transformed in Christ, it's going to require that we are trusting them to be transformed by the power of Jesus. And um, it's not a secret that many college ministries and many college campuses are uh, kind of a hotbed for people to, um, you know, push away from things of faith and to uh, to kind of test that, that boundary. And, and you know, I'm, I don't think the Lord is afraid of doubt, and I know that God moves in us and, and through that season really begins to shape our thoughts and our, our mindsets and everything about that. But, um, you know, it's not going to help if we're out there just uh, pushing an agenda of, of self-help or, um, you know, just whatever other kinds of things are prevalent in our culture. We need ministries that are focused on Jesus. That's what's going to make the difference, and that's what's going to change people's lives, and not only transform them while they're students, but you know for the rest of their lives. So we need leaders in college ministries to um, help create effective college worship teams. One is by giving feedback. One is nudging them to to grow and serve. One of them is opportunities for training and growth, for the right equipment needs so they can do their job well for structure and expectation so they can go on and on even though people change, a passion for reduce, re reproducing leaders so that there are always somebody in the pipeline to begin to take the reins, authentic leadership from the leader who serves and overseeing the ministry as well as authentic 
leaders serving in the worship band, and overall, a ministry focused on Jesus. As I mentioned, I know that this podcast is probably a little more focused in worship ministry on um, the specific slice of college worship bands, but I hope that if you are leading a college worship team, that um, you have an opportunity this fall to um, put a priority and a a connection and a uh, focus on helping them to achieve uh, great things. And I I just pray a blessing on you as you continue to serve in in this unique and uh, oftentimes crazy work. Thanks again for listening to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast.